I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Greetings, adventurers. Today, we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The Shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. I'm Joshua Darren. I'm a content creator on the Spooky and Paranormal, History and True Crime. You can find me everywhere at Joshua Darren. And we are playing real... Hey, 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 I'm Elizabeth Cheney, host of the In Between podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Cheney underscore or at in.betweenpod. And otherwise, I am here to play real or creepy. All right, man, those are some fabulous introductions for you guys, if I do say so myself. And thank you, everybody, for joining us for another episode of Real or Creepy. I'm Noah Daniels, and I'm your host, and we're going to jump into story one. This one is titled Train Ride. There are several other incidences that happened in the coal mine while I was there. I helped spray powdered limestone dust in the mine several times, working with a guy from West Virginia who was very experienced in dusting. One day after the Reese incident, he confided in me his own experience. The coal seams back in West Virginia are only about 60 inches tall. The mine had a rail system to take the miners in and out and a separate train to take the coal out. He was scheduled to dust a particular section just off the main line. So the train stopped as he got off. Everyone waved to him as the train left. He went through the main door to start working in the section. He worked all day in the closed, loud section. When it was time to go home at the end of the shift, 
He went out the main door to find the train waiting for him, which was unusual. Most times he had to wait for the train to show up. When he got into the train car, everyone in there moved out of the way, and no one would sit by him or talk to him. They just smiled at him. Miners usually play jokes on each other, so this was pretty normal to him. He got off the train just shy of the main entry portal and went into the mine office to report what he had done for the day. Everyone stared at him and wanted to know how he was there. He explained that he rode the train out just like every day he'd worked before. They called him a liar, and they were going to fire him. He told them to ask the guys he rode on the train with. They asked if he was being funny. Finally, he took them back into the mine to show where he had done his work. It was there that they told him that the train had lost its brakes and had plummeted to the bottom of the mine, killing everyone just after he had gotten off. So he could not have ridden the train, but did. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, I'm just going to say this off the jump. To me, this is like classic creepypasta, but maybe not. I don't know. It's it's a fun, spooky story. Joshua, how do you feel about this one? See, what they did was they got me, <laughs> they got me thinking about West Virginia. And so from the jump, I was like, oh, hell yeah, this is haunted. But then I realized like, I kind of felt where this was going and I was just waiting for it at this point with West Virginia, you know, you have like Mothman and all that kind of stuff. So now you're like, Oh yeah, this is it. No, this is like, this is about as creepy pasta as you can get to be, at least for me, I could be wrong. It could be real. I mean, this man could have ridden the train uh, a long time ago and popped up and said, Hey y'all, I'm here back in business, baby. One more employee that you don't have to pay. But it, I, I, I don't know. It just, it almost felt too clean. Uh, for it to be a real story for it me. It felt like an Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like like R.L. Stein could have written the story. Yeah. Uh, Liz, how do you feel about this one? I think it's creepypasta as well. Uh, clean for sure. I mean, honestly, it, it was so short and I, I was kind of confused on who was telling the story. I, me too, I, as I was reading some... it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because at first I was like, oh, there's like this person uh, it had an interaction with this gentleman. But then the way the story, it, it re it, the story tells like you're reading a book, like it literally mm -hmm. reads like a story. So I, I think it's creepypasta. For sure. For sure. Fun story all the same. But, yeah. you know, it, if it was real and that happened to me, you're talking about messing you up for the rest of your life. I mean, goodness gracious, that that would be horrifying. Yeah. Oh, another thought. So. They're saying that right after he gets dropped off, that train crashes. So allegedly, this ghost train picks him back up, and they're like, "How'd you get here?" I'm sorry if a train crashed and killed like all your a bunch of people. You're still in business that day. You didn't go to check on your guy. Like, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's kind of a. Dick. not tracking. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are gonna get haunted. Um, Don't say so that. <laughs> We're moving. This is so serious. Do not say that. <laughs> All right, moving on to our next story. This one does not have a title. When I was 18 years old, I was having pregnancy symptoms. I took tests, but they said negative. I was a fun 18-year-old. I smoked and drank, so I was very nervous about being pregnant. But I kept getting negative, so I thought, well, there's no reason to quit, except for that nagging feeling I had. So one night before bed, I asked for a sign. I spoke out loud and I said, if I am pregnant, please, 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 please send me a sign and I will stop everything I'm doing. 
I shit you not, the second I said thank you, the poster on my wall got lifted up like there was a sudden wind. The bottom of the poster wasn't attached to the wall. Only the top was. I had my vents closed and my window shut. It was also past midnight and the hours I had been in my room before the poster never even made a wiggle until that moment. I was terrified. So I hid under my blankets and turned on Pandora to drown out any scary sounds. The first song that played was There Goes My Life by Kenny Chesney. If you've never heard it, it's about getting pregnant young thinking there goes my life. But then in the end, the child was just the beginning of their life. I bawled my little eyes out. A week or so later, I got the positive test, and it turns out I was almost two months pregnant. My body was just slow in making enough HCG hormones to detect my pregnancy on the pregnancy test. Wow. Well, that was a ride. Liz, what are your thoughts on this one? Oh, the story's over? Um, <laughs> hmm. I would say, sorry. So I think that's my answer right there. <laughs> I think it's a creepypasta. <laughs> the most ADD response ever. Yeah, I definitely think that's a creepypasta. What, what, but I'm curious, okay, because I see I see this one as kind of being an either or kind of, because there was detail in it. What, what about this one? The poster. I mean, the song I can actually get by, but the poster, just like wafting in the wind, I don't believe. Well, that's one vote for creepy. Joshua, how do you feel about this one? I'm actually kind of on the fence. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that's how um, I feel on this one, too. Part of me wants to say that it's a creepypasta. Part of me wants to believe. The only thing that's that that makes it hard is because as now with like the person that I am, I used to like haphazardly ask for signs all the time in moments where I was really distressed or just really wanted to know something and I was just tired of all the games, you know? And so I, I'd be like, hey, send me a sign or else. And um, sometimes I'd get them, sometimes I wouldn't. And it's that part where I think like, in your most vulnerable states and you ask for a sign like you sometimes get them and just kind of like ignorantly too like you're you're transparent you're vulnerable you're honest you're genuine but you're also kind of like ignorant to not not knowing to be very specific about the signs that you ask for because signs come in many different ways like i could ask for a sign now and the ceiling could cave in on me and that would could have been my sign you know but but that's neither here nor there be great that's for the, the podcast if you could do that <laughs> yeah no i'd have a lot of good <laughs> stories for you um <laughs> but yeah that's the thing that got it has me hung up the the kenny chesney almost seems too good to be true it could be a false memory i um, kind of wanted the song to be like a virgin but <laughs> i believe in asking for signs too i do want to say that i two and one of those people is like just give me a sign give me a sign but it's just the i don't know the way in which it was described just seemed a little mm, for me yeah. like the poster thing the poster thing is interesting i really don't know how to feel about that either like i i personally had an, an experience that involved a poster but it was not like that and so i don't know if i'm like not validating by saying it's not like that or if i should validate it because i had something similar it's it it's so short, though, that also makes me want to believe it. Like it was like somebody who doesn't necessarily believe or like in in the field. And so it'd be like a really short story because it haven't had a lot of experience. Was the um, poster you had, was it that Carmen Electra poster from the 90s? Yeah. And you got it at a carnival. Yeah. And then the Jessica Biel um, <laughs> one right beside it. But... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> somewhere somebody in their mid to late 30s is going yep i had that yeah, yeah. 
And then Alba was over there on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but anyways. Uh, All right, Joshua, gun to your head. Real or creepy? What's your gut? You got something in your gut. What's the first thing that comes to your mind? I'm going to go against the grain and say real. All right. Our first disagreement <laughs> on the series with you guys, I think. But it's like uh, a loose real. This episode of the Real Hauntings Real Ghost Stories podcast is brought to you by Wild Grain. Hey everyone, it's Noah Daniels and I'm here to talk to you again about Wild Grain. Our last shipment of Wild Grain was so good that my four-year-old cannot stop asking for more of that awesome bread with dinner. And I'm not going to lie, I'm right there with him. And honestly, there's nothing quite like the smell of fresh bread baked coming from the oven. What if I told you that you too could get that delicious experience of homemade bread with none of the time and work involved? Well, you can by ordering from Wild Grain. Wild Grain is the first ever bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Every item bakes frozen in 25 minutes or less, no thawing required. And you can now fully customize your Wild Grain box, so you can choose any combination of breads, pastas, and pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box. When you go to wildgrain.com hauntings to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com hauntings. That's wildgrain.com hauntings, or you can use promo code hauntings at checkout. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. This one's a tough one for me too. I, I could certainly go either way, but both of you have made great points that I think will strike home with the audience. I I think more for me, I just want this one to be real uh, because it's tied yeah. up in a nice little bow for me. You know, it's I will a good say story too. Like, yeah. it, well, I, oh, a good, it's a good ending. Yeah, mm, I yes, guess. Yeah. I agree with that. And like, I have. Um, there's one like I, I don't ask for signs, but I I was I'll just I've been given them and I'll just share one. So I, I feel very connected to to Cardinals, which isn't unusual. A lot of people have that same feeling. But I was out jogging one day a couple of years ago, gosh, maybe three, four years ago, and there was a dead cardinal on the sidewalk. And I had I immediately stopped because that's the only time I've ever seen a dead cardinal for whatever reason. I just never seen him. And it was splayed out with his wings open. And, and it just, my gut said, man, I'm about to get some bad news. And literally like 20 minutes later, my doctor called me from a test I had done and was like, Hey, you know, you've got this health condition. We need to, you need to go see this doctor and get this test done and yada, yada, yada. 
I was just like, that's so weird, you know, to see this thing that felt like a bad omen and then get bad news. Now, you know, a lot of people listen and go, that's just happenstance. Maybe, I don't know. You know, there's, there's lots of things in life that happen, but have you guys ever had, you don't have to go into detail if you want to, but have you ever had omens like that take place in your life? Yes, I can, uh, I can for one, 100% say yes. And this is why I was like kind of harping on asking for a sign. I'm very intentional with asking for signs now. Um, because like you, I kind of, I I've said this before on the podcast, but I have a very close connection with birds of prey, um, hawks in particular, um, but not limited to hawks. It's usually hawks, osprey, eagles, falcons, all, all of them. So just birds of prey, everything but owls pretty much. And I see them collect constantly. And I've had some like conversations with some people who above my pay grade, um, who just kind of let me know, like, Hey bud, like that's your spirit animal, embrace it. And so when I ask for a sign, I'll ask to see my spirit animal in, in some form or fashion within a certain time frame. I need an answer for something. I'll go outside and be like, hey, you know what it is. And um, if I see one or hear one, then I'm like, okay. And I, I kid you not, every time I've done that, it has always been the right choice. Um, I my Most recently, um, some people don't know this, but I guess I'll just share with the pod now. So I recently quit my job, um, but I specifically went out to the river uh, in Columbus. I was getting my tattoo, actually, um, and I was just out by the river, like hanging out at the pier or like the boardwalk or whatever. It's not really either one of those two things. A sidewalk where people run, whatever. There were no birds out. Like the only that like wouldn't matter. The only birds that were out were like crows and like mockingbirds. So usually you don't see birds of prey around either one of those two because both crows and mockingbirds like to chase hawks and eagles. Um, but I was out there and I was just like, okay, I have to make this decision soon. Like I need to know like what I need to do. So I'm asking for a sign. I need to see a hawk over here, over this water within five minutes if I need to do this. And I kid you not, I heard it. I saw it. It came. It showed me it was there, flew away. I didn't see another hawk. I didn't see him again. I didn't see anything. And I was, that's how I knew. Um, so I do that often. And that's how I make a lot of my big decisions now, because I know that it's like, if I'm connected and I'm by the veils thin and my spirit guides and spirit, all that, blah, blah, then I know that I have my answer. So yeah. Yeah. Long story, wow. but yeah, definitely have a deep connection with uh, my, uh, my spirit animal so much so yeah. that a feather is tattooed on me now. So. What about you, Liz? Do you have a shorter version of that? <laughs> well, I was actually going to say, you know, whenever I ask for signs, I always think of it as like, I, I always internalize it, like my intuition. So I think like, if I, I call them like goosebumps, but they're like validation bumps. But that is what I kind of respond to when I'm making a decision. Am I making, like I pull tarot cards to help me. I'll do like a simple four card spread. And I just kind of let my intuition guide me. And I, I kind of resonate with the vibrancy, like the vibration of whatever it is. However, I do want to say, I really like asking for a sign through the, through your spirit animal. Um, I've never really thought about that. I do have a kinship to Cardinals. Uh, I think cause my grandfather raised me on that. And then when he passed, I just felt like anytime I was really, cause he was like my father. Cause my father, my real birth father is not in my life. My grandpa took care of me and, or, it was the father role in my life. And I feel like any time that I'm kind of like insecure or beaten or like unsure about myself or like a life decision, I will always just see a single red cardinal. And I feel like that is him reminding me, like you're doing the right thing, trust your decisions. Like I, I'm here, I'm, I see you kind of thing. 
Um, but I think your story is really cool, Josh. That's um, I might have to be like, where's my spirit animal? And just, <laughs> and just see what shows up. And then just like a big fat pigeon just like sits there and is like, hey. And I'm like, cool. <laughs> I just picture your neighbor being like the crazy bird lady is out there. Yeah. Caw, <laughs> caw, caw, caw. What what I find cool about that though is that there's like a lot of lore around cardinals, though in particular too, about those being uh loved ones that cared about you coming to visit you. So I think yeah. that's beautiful too, because it comes in a in a time of need and it's just a single singular red cardinal, and you have that had that relationship that would resonate with that. That's what comes to you. You got me over here, like getting really introspective. I'm like, oh my gosh, why have I not put more thought into this? So speaking of being introspective, Liz, where can our audience find all of your great content? Oh yes, definitely the queen of introspection over here. Uh, so the in-between podcast with Elizabeth Cheney, you can follow me on Instagram. And if you're not, you should, because I'm pretty cool, uh, at Elizabeth Cheney underscore. And then you can follow the podcast, po uh, podcast, podcast, <laughs> podcast, Instagram account at in dot between pod. And then every once in a blue moon, I get a hair across my ass and post on TikTok. So at the in-between podcast. Absolutely. Make sure you do that. Let's post great content. And uh, it's always a joy to follow her. Joshua, where can our audience find your content? Yeah, um, and that's very true. Liz posts <laughs> the best content um, oh, and sometimes has uh, shades with uh, fire in them. So <laughs> really like that. Um, but yeah, so you could you could find me everywhere at Joshua Darren. You could find me on TikTok, uh, hopping on live haphazardly whenever I feel like it. Um, I should put out disclaimers, but I don't. Uh, but yeah, find me there. Talk to me there. Uh, do some stuff there. Uh, everywhere else, Joshua Darren, D-A-I-R-E-N. Uh, I'm on this podcast, my favorite. I do work for Alabama Vintage, which is AO.com's vintage section for Alabama history stories and whatever I feel like. And if you're in Opelika, make sure you go to the coffee shop downtown. That is Joshua's yeah. wife's uh, awesome coffee shop. My wife and I actually got to visit it not too long ago, and it was super rad to meet Joshua in person and get to check out his coffee shop. Well, guys, we did it. That's another episode of Real or Creepy. I'm going to go get a bath, run in, kick on the projector, and watch some more Suits on Netflix, just like everybody else in America, I guess. I love Suits. <laughs> so with that, that's another episode of Real or Creepy. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.